0: the jews pursued futility and became futile the destruction of the base of migdash was brutal in times of distress ask the gods you made to save you if you pursue the truth the temple will be rebuilt anew okay so this week's uh, is actually a double partial which is uh, pretty rare for this year because it's uh, it, it's been a leap year, so we haven't had many double Parshiot, but this week finally we'll catch up with um, Eretz Israel and be on the same Parsha. Um, so this week is a double Parsha of Matot and Maseh. And again, just like last week's Haftorah, um, we continue with the three famous Haftorahs leading up to Tisha B'Av. Um, and this week's Haftorah is in uh, again in Yirmiyah, just like last week's was. Um, so again, like I said, this is the second of the three off Torahs that are leading to Tisha B'Av. Um and uh, it's interesting. The commentary say one of the resting places um, that's mentioned in the Torah por- portion for Mase, because we go through forty-two different places that the Jews stayed in Bamidbar, One of the forty-two is called Rishma, and Rashi says that Rishma implies that um, it implies a glowing, uh, a glowing coal. Risma is uh, the language of a glowing coal, um, and Rashi explains that this came from the slander of the uh, of the maraglim, of the spies that insulted the land of Israel, and um, and and the commentaries here say that the uh, the sparks of the of the coals, the sparks of that um, of that terrible fire that were caused by the lashon hora spoken. Um, that, that, that was that was spoken by the Meraglim still glows today in the fact that we don't have the uh, the Beit of Magdash. So the Haftorah starts by saying, hear the word of Hashem, Beit Yaakov, and all the families of Beit Yisrael. And Hashem says, what wrong did your forefathers find in me that they distanced themselves from me? Um, and then, v'yichu acharei hahevel, the hahabulu. Um, and what's interesting here, this means that basically, um, so like I said, what wrong did your forefathers find in me that they distanced themselves from me and they pursued futility and became futile? And what's interesting here is that the message here being is that if you pursue futility, if you're a person that is always chasing after things that are futile, that are pointless, then you yourself. In your essence will become futile. And on the other hand, if you pursue things that are true, things that are have substance to them, you yourself will become someone of substance. So, um, sort of, uh, you are what you eat, so to speak. You are the things that you do. If you're always pursuing things that are useless, that are futile, then you yourself will become a useless, futile person. It says the Jewish people, um, the Jewish people pursued futility and what happened? They, they themselves became futile. Um, then, um, and then it says that, uh, that, um, uh, that, that Hashem brought us out of Egypt and saved us from the Midbar. Nevertheless, and 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 brought us to the the land of Israel that was full of fruits, um and and prosperity. Nevertheless, we turned our back on God, um and 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 like I said, we ourselves became futile. And then, um, and then we we get to that they, um that that the Jewish people, um they did not say where is Hashem. They they didn't ask where is God, even though they had been. Given tremendous miracles, they didn't ask where was God, um, and, it's, and 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 um, and in fact, uh, even though God brought us to Eretz Carmel, which uh, is generally translated as the fruit, um, the the uh, basically a land full of fruit, a uh, prosperous land. However, it could also be viewed Eretz Carmel as Mount Carmel. What happened on Mount Carmel, which was the famous miracle um that happened there where the korban was born, was was burned without a fire and all the jews said hashem hu uh meaning hashem he is god uh, nevertheless despite that exciting moment uh basically the jews saw that miracle and they did nothing about it they returned to their old wicked ways um and then uh it, it, and then the haftorah goes on to say that the Jewish people they didn't say where is Hashem, um, and uh, or sorry that then it says the the uh, the Kohanim the the priests they didn't say where is God. So the Jewish people didn't say where is God, and then it, and then the Nav Torah kind of repeats itself and says the leaders also that the priests they also didn't say where is God. Then it says the Torah teachers they didn't even know who God was, and the shepherds rebelled, and the prophets they prophesized. Um, with Baal, with an idol, they didn't prophesize about God, and basically all of the leaders went after again, Hevel, went after useless things. One interesting thing to note here is that the word that's used for Torah teachers is called, they're called um, Tovse HaTorah, which one of the commentaries mentioned is similar to the word Tovse HaMilchama. And tovse means the spoils. Tofse ha milchama means the spoils of war. Basically, those things that you get after you win a war, the things that you steal from the other nation once you beat them, um, and then those are the spoils of war. And it, the teacher that the Torah teachers are called in this week's haftorah, Tofse ha Torah, similar to Tofse ha milchama. And the reason they're called tovse. Um, the, the reason that word tofse is used and the reason why it invokes sort of spoils, like spoils of war, is that spoils of war are a zero-sum game. Spoils of war, meaning that when when you attack a, a, a another country and you beat them, you steal, you literally are taking away their property. It was their property, now they lost their property, and now it's yours, and you own it. Um, at the at the loss of them. And it's calling these Torah teachers, it's criticizing them by calling them Topseha Torah, meaning like that basically the Torah teachers, they themselves knew the Torah, but they themselves felt like th- that, that it was that they, they owned the Torah and they weren't allowed to share it with anybody else. They owned it at the exclusion of other people. And it was a zero sum game. They the, the Torah teachers in that time viewed it as if they gave their lessons over to their students, that they would lose something. But everybody knows that knowledge doesn't work like that. The Torah is, is infinite. It's something that you can share with someone else. You can still hold on to your khalik, to your portion of Torah, and you can benefit them. If anything, actually, by teaching Torah, you grow in your own Torah. It's, it, 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 it's far from uh, from diminishing. In fact. Uh, teaching Torah is is, is um, a parable used. Is It's like a flame that you light another candle with, that your flame is still strong even though you lit the other candle. However, these people in these times viewed teaching Torah as tofse, as spoils, meaning that it was a zero-sum game, meaning that they felt like if they gave anything that they knew over to their students, that they themselves would lose out. And therefore, a Torah teacher that views life like that it's as if they didn't even know god even though they're teaching god's torah it's as if they didn't even know god because they viewed they viewed life in such a twisted way um uh which which is interesting so again that ha torah meaning the spoils of torah which is the wrong way to view teaching torah because torah is not a zero sum game um now the haf torah goes on to say that um that that I Hashem contend with you and your children. Um, and uh, basically I got him. I'm questioning you. Uh, I'm asking you and your children. Uh, you travel to Kitim and to Kader and see if any other nation, any other foreign nation outside of the Jewish people have forgotten their gods and even though they aren't real, so God is, and, 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 but my people have exchanged me to pursue evil. What God's challenging, the Jewish people is saying all other nations, even though their gods are not real, um, they stick with their gods. They stick with their religion, but the Jewish people, ironically, they're, you know, the Jewish people have, have a real God. God is challenging them. And they're saying the Jewish people, they don't even stick with, with a real God. So it's saying, Look at all other nations they don 't even have something that 's real they have nothing of substance, nevertheless they 're sticking with it. The Jewish people, however, they do have something of substance and nevertheless they uh, they don 't care and they don 't stick with it. Uh, they, they don 't stick with it so God is saying what's the what 's the what 's the deal here Why are the Jewish people why you know the, the Jewish people have the only uh, claim on Uh, You know, that God is saying the the only claim on something that's real, all the other nations are practicing something that's fake. Nevertheless, those fake religions stick to their beliefs and the Jewish people don't. Uh, So why is that? Um, And then uh, God says, uh, let the heavens rage forth and my people have committed two evils the first evil they committed was the 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 fact that they forsook that they had forsaken me um that they abandoned god and they abandoned god the source of mayim chaim the source of the the water of life not the my the famous mayim chaim uh, seltzer even though that is delicious it's talking here about the the the, the life waters uh, life fulfilling waters that, that the Jewish people abandoned, and secondly, even though they abandoned the Mayim Chaim, um, the, the the waters that were that were uh, had life in them, um, then the Jewish people pursued broken cisterns that can't hold water. Um, and it's interesting; the word for uh, wells and pits are pretty similar. Borot are basically both mean wells and pits. However, it's spelled slightly differently, um, uh, and an aleph is with a, is a well and a pit is with a vav. And one of the commentaries here say that a well is full of life. That's, what is, that's what's promised um, if you follow Judaism. However, the broken cistern, that's a pit. Um, and a pit is empty. A pit is is bottomless. It has nothing. It has no substance. And that's what the Jewish people pursued. So the fact is that the Jewish people, they they were building. The Jewish people, they already had. Uh, had they followed the Torah, they already had a source of Mayim chayim, a source of 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 water, of, of life giving water. However, then because they abandoned that, they pursued. They they had to build um cisterns and those cisterns were broken so basically all of their religions they had to the, the Jewish people had to go out and work to build um these things that could hold water and they built uh corrupt you know and, and even though there was no water to be offered nonetheless they still built broken cisterns that couldn't even hold water even if they wanted it to um, now moving on so uh God questions the Jewish people and says what are you are you ha eved yisrael are is, was Israel born a slave um, were you were you the son of a housemaid, um, and and basically questioning the fact that the Jewish people have holy ancestry, yet we are we we've sinned so much that we've become subservient to all of their nations. Then it says that the lions roared over the Jewish people; that all the other nations uh, have basically made Israel into a wasteland and had have emptied the cities, um, even the people of Nof and Ches, to, I guess, lowly countries, they have smashed your skull. um, And then it says, all of this punishment um, is because uh, this was done because you forsook Hashem, even though Hashem led us on the right path. Um, So all of this punishment, it wasn't that the countries were out to get us, rather it was that Hashem was basically um, giving us a patch, giving us a punishment for for not for, for not following the path that he led us on. Now the Haftorah moves on to say, what is on the road to Mitzrayim, on the road to Egypt, to drink from the Nile? And what is in Assyria to drink from the Euphrates? Basically saying that you go to all these other nations. The Jewish people, they try to seek out answers in other places, even though the answer is right at home in Eretz Israel and in following the Torah. So then the uh, Haftorah goes on by saying, you'll be punished for your evil and your waywardness, um, for forsaking Hashem, and uh, and then and then the Torah, the, the Torah says that I've broken God bro- has broken off our yoke and torn off our straps. Basically, that whenever the Jewish people have been in a situation where it seems like they might get crushed, God saves us. Nevertheless, what do the Jewish people do with that sense of freedom? Um, it says that they um, that and and the Jewish people say at at they said at Har Sinai, Lo Eivor. I won't sin. However, they did just that. That the Jewish people, uh, the Haftorah says, they wandered like a zona. They wandered like a prostitute. Uh, the language of of the Haftorah says um, that basically, even though what so so it's saying, what do, what do the Jewish people do with the freedom they have? They basically totally misuse it. Um, then the Haftorah says, "I planted you as a soric, as a a choice grape, but you turned yourself into a weed." And what this is talking about is. The Avot, the the you know Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov. We had Moshe. We had Aaron, Miriam. We had all these great leaders. All of these choice grapevines. Yet, nonetheless, the Jewish people turned themselves into a corrupted weed. And actually, the Haftorah compares ourselves compares us to a sorech. A sh- a sorech is a shoelace, and a shoelace, unlike a straight, um, uh, you know, a grapevine that 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 um, that grows in a uh, in an orderly fashion, the sorich uh the shoelace it twists it turns it's, it's misled um it it has no sense of direction and um even if you the Haftorah says even if you wash yourself with lots of soap, uh, your sins have become a stain um and basically that no matter how much we do to to try to change our situation at that point in time we have become so stained that it's almost like it, we're sort of past the point of teshuva um then it's the Torah says "Ich tomri lo nitmati that how can you say i'm not tummy that if the Jewish people say, how can you say I'm not me I'm a pure person. I'm a good person. Um, the torah then says, look at what you've done. Look at your actions. Um, the torah says, you're like an untrained wild donkey and a camel that can't be held back from uh, its desires. And the the torah says that when uh, an untrained donkey, d- you know, drinks in free air, that it, uh, that it runs wherever it wants to and it has no sense of direction. The torah says, um, that, uh, withhold yourselves, withhold your foot from being bare and withhold your throat from thirst. Uh, and don't say, you know, and, and the Jewish people say that it's hopeless. I might as well just go after strange religions. And then once the Jewish people realize what they did wrong, they're going to be like a thief when they're caught. And the Aftorah says that princes, princesses, priests, prophets, that all of these leaders of the Jewish people, um, are shamed. And they said to, uh, and, and the Jewish people, it's like, they said to wood, Avi Atta, you are my father. And they said to stone, you gave birth to us. Uh, the point here being is that the, the Kings, the princes, the priests, the prophets, all these leaders of the Jewish people, um, that they are so misled that they tell wood, basically they tell their idols you're my father, and they tell Stone that you gave birth to us. As ridiculous as that sounds, uh, that's where the Jewish people were, were holding at that point in time to to think that, that wooden idols and stone idols that they um, that, that they were basically uh, that they held any power. Now the Haftorah moves on to say after um, you turned after the Jewish people turned their backs in bad time in bad times. Now the Jewish people come back to God and say Kuma vahashianu. Um v- vahoshianu basically arise and save us. Um and then the Avtor answers in very harsh language by saying, Let the gods that you made save you in your time of distress. So basically, in good times you followed after fake um Avodazara, fake fake idol worship, and it's saying now that you're in pain, now that you're being punished, go to your fake gods and try to ask for for salvation. Then it says um, Mispar Aracha Hayu uh, Elohecha, that, that means basically the numbers of your cities um, equaled the numbers of your gods, O Judah. And what this is meaning, what what this means is basically the Jewish people created so many different idols that the number of their idols were equal to the numbers of their numerous cities. Moving on. So um, the after says, only now... Uh, that you recognize and call me my father. and only now basically after the Jewish people have been kicked out of the land of Israel and the t- the temples destroyed, then they 'll call me my father, master of my youth and then im tahura if the if the Jewish people uh repent and and return, then God will and 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 remove their idols um, then God will not make us wander anymore and then they have Torah. Uh, ends for the Ashkenazim, but the Sephardim continue. Uh, if you swear, Hashem, um, that if you swear that God is life, that God lives, um, and then uh, in emet, in mishpat, in Sadaka, basically in truth, uh, in justice, in righteousness, then all the other nations will bless themselves through you and praise will come. So the whole Torah is talking about basically how the Jewish people try to pursue truth, try to pursue Um, some sense of of belonging in other nations, but it says that if we're true to Judaism then, then basically that's the way that we'll get respect from other nations. We might think we get most respect from other nations by trying to do what they're doing. But the Aftora, in the end, according to how the, uh, how, how the Sephardim read it, the Aftora ends by saying, no, that actually if you follow God, that's the right way. That's the way that you'll ironically end up being praised by all the other nations, not by following what they're doing, rather by following what we do that will bring us ultimate praise from the other nations. So to recap the Haftorah, I talked about how this is now the second of the three Haftorahs um, that we'll read. It's in Yermia again, just like last week was. Uh, the Haftorah says that we, that you, um, it begins by saying, hear the word of Hashem, Beit Yaakov and all the families of Beit Yisrael. And it says, Hashem, what wrong did your forefathers find in me that they distanced themselves from me? Um, and then the Haftorah says, Vayichu, Achorei HaHevel, Vayahabulu that, um, basically that this is saying that, uh, you pursued futility and became futile. And the point here being is that if a person futi- f- is always pursuing things that are false, things that are fake, things that are futile, then they themselves will become futile. However, if you pursue things that are true you and, and of substance, you yourself will become someone of substance. Um, then it, then the Haftorah goes on to say that, um, that uh that the people asked where is Hashem? Um and and uh and even though the the, the that the sorry the people didn't ask where is Hashem, that the people basically even though uh God took us out of out of uh out of the desert and sorry took us out of egypt and, and brought us through the desert even though there was no food and then brought us to the land of israel brought us to eretz a carmel which is the land flowing with 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 uh, with with fruits or it could be interpreted as eretz a carmel as carmel the the famous miracle on har carmel where um the korban where the the sacrifice the animal was burned without ever lighting a flame and the people were so impressed and they said hashem hu hakelokim that uh hashem is is god um, and then, uh, so nonetheless, regardless of that miracle, the Jewish people fell back to sinning. Uh, it says, regardless of all those miracles that that God showed us, the Jewish people, they didn't, they, they, they rebelled. They didn't ask where was God, uh, when they got to the land of, of Israel. And it says, even the leaders of the Jewish people, they didn't ask, even the Kohanim, even the priests, they didn't bother to ask where is God. Um, and it says the Torah teachers they didn't know me, the shepherds rebelled against me, the prophets, instead of prophesizing for God, they prophesied, they prophesied for Baal, they went after useless and uh, purposeless things, and I mentioned that Torah teachers, the Hebrew word used for that is tofse torah which is similar to the word tofse ha-milchama, tofse here meaning spoils, tofse ha-milchama is the spoils of war. And spoils of war, I said, are zero, as a zero sum game. Basically, if you win a war, you literally, you steal the other country's, um, Things, and then they lose them. And if you view teaching this way, if you view that you have knowledge and to give it to somebody else, then they're basically stealing your knowledge. Then that is something that is totally antithetical to Judaism. That Judaism views teaching as something that you have knowledge and you can give it to other people without diminishing your knowledge. And in fact, you probably even grow your knowledge by being able to teach it. Um, so, but these Torah teachers in this time are—it's it, called um, tofse. It's called spoils because they viewed their knowledge like if they gave it to somebody else, it would diminish their own knowledge. That it was a zero-sum game, uh, and and that's so against the the um, idea of Judaism that it's as if they didn't even know God when they taught God's Torah. Uh, moving on, so then um, it says, "I Hashem contend with you. I got. I ask you." Um, you know, travel to Kittim, travel to to Kedar, travel to all these other countries and see if any of those other nations have forgotten their gods, even though those gods aren't real. But my people, they've exchanged me to pursue evil. So what this is saying is that God is, is challenging the Jewish people, go to all other nations, even though their gods aren't real, they still stick to their religions. Yet the Jewish people, they have something real. Nevertheless, they abandon it. Um, and then the author says, rage forth heavens. My people have committed two different evils. Um, they've forsaken me, the source of Mayim Chaim, the source of the, 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 the living waters. And what did they do to replace the Mayim Chaim? They, they built broken cisterns. They built basically jugs that were broken. Um, so instead of basically the Jewish people lost uh, a source of life, a source of, of, uh, prosperity. And what do they build instead? They build, they, they, they worked and they labored to build something that was totally useless, that was broken. Then the Aftorah says, HaEved Yisrael, that is challenging the Jewish people. Are you, uh, are, is, is Israel a slave? Uh, is Israel the son of a housemaid? Um, you know, the Jewish people have, are, have a, have a, um, excellent background. Nonetheless, The, the, Haftorah says the lions roared over the Jewish people, that other nations have basically made Israel into a wasteland and have emptied the cities. Even the people of Nof and Tachpan Ches have smashed your skull. And, um, has this, you know, not been done to you because you forsook Hashem, um, even though God led you on the right path. So it's saying all of this punishment that our cities were emptied, that our, you know, skulls were smashed. Um, that we were treated like uh, lions being eaten by prey. Uh, sorry, but you know that we were treated treated like prey that was being eaten by lions. Treated like slaves, like son, like a son of a housemaid. And all these punishments were because we forsook Hashem. Um, and then the aftera says. What is on the road to Mitzrayim to drink from the Nile? What's in Assyria to drink from the Euphrates? Saying basically all these other places, you can go and try to find answers in other places, but there's there's no truth there. Um, and it says you'll be punished for your evil and your waywardness for forsaking Hashem. And it says, I've broken your yoke. I've torn off your straps. That basically it's saying the Jewish people have been given freedom. They were taken out of the land of Egypt as slaves. Nonetheless, what did they do with that freedom? They wasted it. Um, they said, you know, the Jewish people said, we won't sin. Lo evor uh, uh, at, at Mount Sinai. Nonetheless, they did just that. They wandered like a zona. They wandered like a, like a prostitute, the Haftarah says. Um, the Haftarah says, I planted you as a soric.'" As a choice grapevine, nonetheless, you turned yourself into a weed. You turned yourself into a sorech, I said, which is a, like a shoelace, uh, into something that twists and turns, has no sense of direction. Even if you wash yourself with a lot of soap, your sins have become such a big stain that you won't be able to get that out. It says, Ich tomri lo nitmati. Um, how can you say that I'm not, that I, that, you know, how can the Jewish people claim that they're not tummy, that they're not impure? Just look at what, what we've done. Uh, the the, the, the Jewish people are like an untrained wild donkey or an untrained camel that can't be held back from its desire. Um, and the Jewish people basically say, you know, uh, It's hopeless. Everything's hopeless. Let me go after different strange religions. And the Jews will be like a thief when we're caught. And it says the leaders of the Jewish people, the kings, the princes, the priests, the prophets, uh, they're all shamed. And and basically, all of these leaders of the Jewish people have led the Jewish people astray. And the Jewish people say to Wood, Ave Atta, you are my father, Ave Atta, you are my father, and they say to Stone, you gave birth to us, basically telling their idols their idols built of stone and wood, um claiming that they're, you know that, that they are that uh, that you know that that wooden idols have have are, are their father, and stone idols gave birth to us, even though those things are obviously totally ridiculous, totally false, nonetheless, the Jewish people pursued it, and then after the Jewish people turned their back. Uh, now that the Jewish people are in bad times, that Israel's destroyed, now they ask God, Kuma um, basically, arise and save us, God. Uh, now that the Jewish people realize what they did wrong and they're being punished for it, they ask to be saved. Nonetheless, God responds, let the gods that you made save you in your time of distress. So the Jewish people, they built idol, you know, idols. They practiced idolatry in good times, and now God's saying, now that you're in bad times, ask those idols to try to save you. Good luck with that. Um, then uh, the haftorah says, "Mispar erecha hayu Elo uh, Elohecha," that the number of your cities were uh, equal to the gods, equal to your gods. That basically you created so many gods. It's as if it, basically you had the same number of gods as cities. Um, then the Haftorah says only now will you recognize and call me my father master of your of my youth now that you've been punished now you'll recognize that that god was there all along um, then the Haftorah says im tashuv israel if israel repents if israel returns then um and, and israel and, and the jewish people remove their their idols their idolatry then the jewish people won't wander anymore um and the if you're svardi you end the Haftorah by saying um, if you swear Hashem, if you swear that God lives, then um in Baemet, in truth, in justice, in righteousness, then all the other nations will bless themselves through you and praise will come to you. That ironically this Torah speaks about all the different ways that the Jewish people have tried to pursue honor in the eyes of the other nations by following their practices. Nonetheless, the Torah says, if you follow Judaism, if you follow the Torah, um, if you recognize Chaye Hashem, then... Ultimately, that's actually, ironically, the way that the other nations will come to bless you. That not by following the other nations' practices, but by following our practices, that's the way that the other nations will come to to praise us. To read my poem, the Jews pursued futility and became futile. The destruction of the Besa Migdash was brutal. In times of distress, ask the gods you made to save you. If you pursue the truth, the temple will will be rebuilt anew. And with that, lachaim lachaim and this has been the whole after tour.